What's up, people? It's your boy D with the View from LA podcast. We are back for season two. Happy New Year. I hope everyone's had a great Christmas and also a happy new year. We made it to 2021. We escaped the unpredictability of 2020. And thank God for that. Well, that is how I'm feeling, hoping, praying that we have a year way better than last. So just come on in my virtual living room for all those who are just joining us for the first time. Welcome aboard for all those who've been listening. Welcome back, people. I appreciate you guys and thank you for holding on till we see the two came around. Like I said, I, I was I was taking a short break, probably a little break long enough, but I had a lot of things going on that I needed to take care of. And so, but I want to make sure that I do get this show out, like I told you guys. So we are back uh, with the season two in full effect. So first of all, I just want to wish everybody a happy MLK Day in America and around the globe. It's dedicated to civil rights, uh, incredible civil rights activists, Dr. Martin Luther King, person who fought for civil rights and not only for the advancement of African Americans but also the advancement and movement for all those who have been dealt injustices and, and treated unfairly with unnecessary prejudice, prejudices, uh, racial, political, and anything else and all the other stuff in between. It's his birthday, so it's actually turned into a national holiday. So may you rest in, continue to rest in peace, sir. And uh, let's just celebrate, continue celebrating him uh, by pushing for a change and a betterment for all human beings. You know. So if you want, uh, if you don't know really much about him, just look at Google him uh, and just you know look him up and, and just learn about him. You know, I know you may, there are some people out there may have often heard about him, but don't know about him. I suggest you go read about him. You, uh, one of his most incredible things was his March on Washington and what he wrote. And uh, what he wrote, and then he also, how do you say that? He, I would say he spoke his I Have a Dream speech. And that's one of the greatest speeches in American history, probably in the world, but definitely in American history that was ever created and and written and spoken. So it, it's a very powerful speech. You 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 can't listen to it without being affected. How, how, you cannot listen to it and have it not affect you in some sort of way, because it is one of the most incredible pieces of American literature that has ever been written. So get a chance check it out okay and also i also want to say rest in power to beloved dodger 20-year skipper two-time world champion I, I i'll come a three-time world champion you got his third ring with the dodger with the dodgers organization after 70 years in the system from the minor league to the professional ranks and also through him being a skipper which we call coaches and based on the top skippers that they have uh, and also his his after he finished his 20 career he stayed connected to the Dodgers you know being an ambassador you know as a consultant and also an ambassador for, for the Dodgers and for baseball itself so that Tommy you'll be certainly missed we you know we love you man you've done so much for Dodger, 
Dodger organization. Is he's he's often said he bleeds Dodger blue. I truly believe that. He wanted to work and deal with no organiz- no other organization in the world uh, to be connected with and work for except the Dodgers. And at a little bit of history about the Dodgers. For people who don't know, the Dodgers were at one point family owned. They're owned by Magic Johnson's group, but prior to that, they were owned by a guy who owned Fox. I forgot his name. I forgot his name. Round tip my tongue. Can't think of his name. But before that, it was owned by the O'Malley's, and they sold it. I don't know why they sold it. They shouldn't have sold it. But anyway, I guess. Whatever they re- Maybe they just want to get out of the baseball business. Maybe they love baseball, but just want to get out of business of, of running an operation like that. But under the, under the O'Malley's, when he was there, they were quite successful. And Magic Johnson, they went down after the O'Malley's sold They went downhill for a bit. But Magic Johnson... You know, it seemed like everything he touched turned to gold. He decided that we can't let a great organization fall by the wayside and become a laughing stock of baseball when it's kind of like the Lakers. They're kind of like one of the, uh, the royal, they're baseball royalty. So the LA Dodgers have been in baseball since Brooklyn. And so, you know, days of Jackie Robinson, all that kind of good stuff great players like that, Sandy Colfax, if you follow baseball, different things like that, so uh, Magic Johnson Group helped get the right people in, bring that back to uh, winning, a winning tradition and, and baseball prominence and dominance, where they were actually able to, after multiple trips to the World Series in the last few years, they actually was able to, this actually should be their fourth, the third or fourth ring, but since Magic Johnson's uh, group has taken over, but that's okay, they got this one until now, they are back on top of the world, and hopefully they can, you know, get a couple, you know, keep winning. You know, we're trying to win a world championship in baseball is very, very difficult. Trying to win a, uh, a championship in professional sports is difficult, period. We are, we often as fans see that, look on the, on the outside, looking in, saying, oh, you guys can win. It's a lot more difficult, get difficult than that. These guys, these guys in professional sports, they're on a roll from anywhere from six, no, from what, from 16 games to almost 182 games a year throughout the season. I'm combining all these professional sports. You know, they seasons are long, and you're talking about flying, moving, you know, staying in hotels, jumping on planes, going from one end of the one in the United States to the other. Playing. Well, baseball, it's a little bit more better because you go, you come into any city and you play for three or four games. You'll be there for like a three or four game uh, stint. And then you dip out. With football, it's not like that. You already know football. You you might be at home for the first couple of days of practice, but then that third day you take off and you head down there. So you're down there for a couple of days. So you can practice, get all your game stuff you know, all your practices in, all your game information in, and be ready to play on Sunday or whatever day they have you play on. Basketball, a little bit more grueling schedule because uh, because they they fly out, they get the, you know, they have to quickly get their practices in, and then they play. They don't have multiple games. They might be on, they're more or less from what I, what, what, it's, what it shows, 
they're more or less they have road trips that will last like a seven day road trip or something like that where they're headed toward the east coast and they'll play different teams in different cities but they're just in that region in the United States you know before they come back home like oh the, you know Lakers are on the road for like a not for a six game road trip where they gotta be in New York then Brooklyn then Miami then Orlando you know or you know some city in that area then they'll fly back home and then they'll play for a few games then they'll they gotta go out down to Arizona through Texas and just different places that keep moving them around a lot so the COVID rules are a little bit different they're trying to they're trying to uh, really tighten the uh, the traveling so it's you know or make it like when they travel on the plane nobody nobody else but the team can travel on that plane the plane's got to be disinfected. The NBA required the plane be disinfected, you know, be treated and everything before they get on it. No, and the plane could have not been flown uh, with any other regular passengers, you know, so they keep track of the COVID situation, who's getting infected, who's, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then it's like the team, the team itself, the players can travel on one plane, but all the associated staff got to travel on another plane. And that's hoping these guys can keep themselves in check and not be out running around, connect themselves to strip clubs and all this other kind of crazy stuff. You know, it it's it's a part of the traveling professional, sports professional's life. But in this situation, it's not a good idea to be running around these these other places of entertainment when you got and being exposed to different people in, in their in, in their element. And then bring it back to the team, to your hotel, to the team, and then infect the people. And that's how it's coming up, you know. So they're really trying to keep pace. And the NBA is probably like, hey, if you're not, you know, before game time, stay home. They're, they're directing people to stay home. So, and they're paying, they're paying heavy penalty and fines for doing that. So, with that being said, I know I went off a little bit off on you know, sports, but just want to keep with the topics. I just want to share a little bit about that stuff. So, you know, this year, this year we already know what the year's starting off with. You know, we finally got our stimulus checks, our little itty bitty stimulus checks, and all that kind of stuff. But the new POTUS coming in promises to be a bigger, more expensive stimulus package. But that's so you can get the economy jump started again. So that's why he wants to do it. It says better. He'd rather pay up front now than have to pay a lot later. So we can get like stuff, you know, jump started now and put more money into the in the economy. Then it'll be helpful for that we don't that we don't have to suffer on the back end for it. So <clears throat> that is a pretty good idea. We'll see how it works. We'll see how it works. But right now. Yeah, we, I'm sure we've all spent that little $600 check. So probably even saving. I don't know. But it's it's but the, the message is clear that the American the, the people we all the, the Americans need help. The businesses, the people out of work, the small businesses, we still need that help. And they're still supposedly, you know, with the movement of this uh, vaccine running around trying to get vaccinated. 
trying to get the older the, the elder part of the the population vaccinated first and then we move down and then the healthcare workers and then we move on to anybody else. if you're feeling fine you probably if you're feeling fine you're healthy and you've been tested you probably don't need a vaccine so i wouldn't go get one I don't just think getting one because I'm trying to keep myself healthy. So, but you just never know. But I, 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 I'll, I'll hold, I'll hold, I'll hold out as long as I can. I hope I never have to take it, but I'll hold out as long as I can. So, and we'll see how that goes. But you know, like I said, the situation started off with a bang, and we know, like, with any business that is popular, it essentially becomes a brand right and so if you look at them if you look at america america is, is kind of a brand you know so everybody looks at everything associated with america and right now and usually when you're looking at brand when you're looking at brands like pepsi lakers uh dodgers gmc porsche whatever that brand is you, uh, you, it has a, a certain associations with it. You know, the, uh, the quality, the professionalism, you know, how it runs its business. And right now, the current POTUS who's currently in command is basically ruining that brand. If you think about it, he's basically the CEO of that brand, which is America. So right now, his thoughts, his views, his statements are seen as a reflection of that brand. It's in the, look, we're in the 21st century. 21st century technology. Twitter, IG, TikTok, and YouTube. We all see that a brand is very important. A brand or its branding means everything. So right now, the American brand under the current POTUS is being ruined. How is it being ruined, you may ask? Just look at the situation we had a couple of weeks ago where he was basically doing a a, uh, a rally uh, in, in, in protest to the voting results. And, the vo- and, and, you know, from the electoral colleges being recounted to the votes being recounted, it all comes up that, look, whether we like it or not, Joe Biden was the winner of the election. You know, at this point, the U.S. is just ready for something different. They don't want to keep up with the same old, same old, because the same old, same old is wild. It's crazy. It's unpredictable. It's just like in-your-face chaos that nobody really wants to be connected with that. And, you know, you see businesses that are connected with the current post. They're pulling back. They're dry, like, you know what? We didn't sign up for all of this. You got a lot going on, so we don't want to be connected to you because if we're connected to you, people are not going to want to deal with us. So you hand salute, we out. So you know the po- you know Trump or POTUS, whichever one, which what you want to professionally call him, he decided to keep up the heat by you know regarding the voter results, demanding a recount. You know, just like I said before. All of the reports are in. Joe Biden won, period, point blank. He will be the next POTUS that holds, that will hold office uh, that will be inaugurated on January 20th. That's in a couple of days. 
You know, this is eight, today's the 18th, so in a couple of days, he'll be seen as a, he'll be sworn as a new president of the United States. But in that time, but in the meantime, during that time when he was making a speech, he decided to tell everybody, okay, we're going to march in the U.S. Capitol, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we marched in the U.S. Capitol. And when we did that, you know, it wasn't a peaceful protest. It was, it was basically everybody calling the insurrection, calling it a coup possible overthrow of the government in the United States of America in Washington, D.C. You know, he told you to march down. We're going to march down there and we're going to, you know, I don't even remember. I don't even remember what he said. But the thing is, he directed everybody to march down there. Okay, somebody marching down there in the Capitol and protesting is your American right. Right? We have the right to protest. But not breaking in the U.S. Capitol, not doing, tearing, tearing up shit. Not not stealing stuff, not but you know, all this crazy thing, you know, the thing if you look on TV and you look in the movies and you look on YouTube and you look up the word when people overthrowing government when when the population in those areas decide that they've had enough with the current government and decide they're gonna take it over, you know, and and, and, and so they can institute their own form or a better government, they're gonna go crazy. They're gonna tear it. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna kick people. They're gonna kick the present individual that that are holding, that may be holding office, that may be running security. They're gonna get those guys out of there and go in and tear the place up. You know there are reports of people pissing and pooping in Nancy Pelosi's office sitting there and what's that the floor the senate floor pissing and, and doing kind of stealing stuff and you know and walking out with with uh with those those podiums that have the that have the government seal on there or the pre, you know the, the presidential seal just stealing like you know and a lot of people, you know, that rubbed a lot of shit. That rubbed all of us the wrong way. It's like, bro, you seriously? You know, because it came out of his mouth and they are citing him for instituting that foolishness. So, and he, you know, he's like, you know, now he's like, well, let's, let's do peaceful. He wants a peaceful transition, all this kind of stuff. He'd been saying before, he didn't want to be there. I'm not coming. That's just crazy. That's your job to... You know, as one guy signing in, you're signing out. Do the job you're supposed to do. If you want to leave a right legacy, you're going to make sure that that the right thing is done, whether you agree with it or not. It's, it's not about you. Like I'm saying, the presidency is bigger than just him. It's about democracy, period, being undermined to the point that, oh, if American people can do that, just think of what other people outside entities that have a problem with the U.S. are looking at, well, shit, if they do that, we're going to go do that, too. We're going to do it worse, you know? So if we don't put a stop to our own domestic violence and terroristic behavior, then what's, what's the chance of us putting a stop to other stuff that's bigger than that that may come our way? So you whether you want to or not, to be seen in the right light, you gotta put a stamp. You gotta put, you gotta put that dog down. And so, at this situation, a lot of a couple, about four people were killed. 
a lot of people hurt. And now a lot of people have been arrested. A lot of people recently are, are getting arrested. You know, I don't know the rest reports, but I've just been watching news a little bit. And a lot of people have been getting arrested. And so now he's in big trouble. He's also been impeached for the second time. And I think for him, I don't think he's going to do any jail time. But I, but, I, but I do think that since they're impeaching him and they look at all the articles that, you know, some people call him the truth. But... Uh, all the different articles that they're impeaching him for, they, I think he's going to lose all his presidential perks. Like, I understand they get a million dollars a year for travel. They get $250,000 a year for life. They get a million dollar traveling and security, I guess. Uh, I don't want to say stipend. What do you, what do you call that thing? Uh, another word for it. I can't remember but anyway he gets that right he gets that and some other stuff and if they impeach him number one he can't run again and number two he will be stripped of all that it's like we're not giving you nothing dude you try to take it you try you almost uh, incited a, gov- a, a government takeover you know and just thank god that those a lot of the people like Nancy Pelosi and those guys weren't in the building at the time that they did that because it could have really got ugly. What if they would have hurt one of these uh, these senators or these public officials and stuff, you know? And right now they got they 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 should they should have called them out. It should have been all kind of police there, but it really wasn't, you know. And then there's also reports of well, if it was a, if it was a, a, the the black the the BLM the Black Lives uh, Matter movement there. They, a lot of people would have been shot and killed. I don't know. That That's hard to say, but I would put it out of the realm of possibility there would probably be more fatalities uh, than it was there. You know, so I don't know if some people, I, crazy, you hear all kind of crazy reports. It was an inside job, you know, because they, they didn't really, if you looked at the TV, they, they, they didn't really have a whole lot of resistance when they got in there. At that point, that use of their secret service, the security, all that everywhere. The moment people were trying to break in, there should have been resistance met right there. I'm say something. They could have popped a couple. Of, I don't want to. I don't want to say it like that. But you, you were sworn. You were sworn to protect certain governmental facilities, all of them. But really, the ones like the White House and the U.S. Capitol. Nah, that those are lines drawn in the sand to the point that you don't get to come in there and f shit, f stuff up. You know, you you're gonna you're gonna pay a price if you decide to do that. And people are like, oh, some people got killed. Well, they try to storm the U.S. Capitol. What do you think is gonna happen? What do you what do you expect that? Oh, because you're a person of the same color, that they're gonna take it easy on you? No, if you're if you're violating the law, guess what? You got to deal with the consequences that come with that. And some people are thinking now because they can just do all kinds of stuff and they are non-African American that there's no consequences that come with those actions. I'm sorry to tell you they are. They may not come now, but they're going to come later, but they're going to come to you because you, you, you cannot run around thinking you can do all kinds of stuff and thinking there are no consequences for your actions. So you, you just got to decide in your mind, okay, 
I'm just going to go and protest the U.S. Capitol. You saw some people just protesting. You didn't see everybody breaking in, but you saw a large group of people breaking in. And, and you saw people that were could, people that were in the, were police officers, people that were in the military, connected military, people that held public offices. They were right there, part of that. It's like, at that point, if you're going to march, that's fine. But if you get to the point where you decide that your march becomes violent or becomes chaotic and crazy to the point people are getting hurt, properties getting damaged, stuff's getting stolen, you gotta take, you gotta, wait a second, I didn't sign up for this. I just signed up to just, you know, voice my opinion. I didn't sign up for you people to be tearing up shit and killing people or beating people or, you know, or, you know, pillaging and all this other crazy stuff. It's like, bro, it's like, but those people that are there, that if they are concluding that in their minds, there's not enough of them there. There's more radical people around them that will probably turn on them too. So the best thing for them to do is probably, I'm going to back out of this. I'm going to slide on out while they keep moving forward. I'm going to slide on out, slide on out, slide on out, and I'm gone. I'm not going to be, and this is a crazy thing when people do stuff like this. We are, again, I mentioned it earlier, we're in the 21st century, uh, the tech age. Cameras are freaking everywhere. You got drones in the sky that can be four or five miles up and zoom in on you moving around. They can look in the buildings and see and get heat signatures. I'm a guy, I love technology, so I'm aware of all this stuff. And for those folks who are in the know about this kind of stuff, you understand understand where I'm coming from. But But for those who don't know, who don't consider that, everywhere you go, there's a camera everywhere. If it's not cell phone, it is security cameras on the corner. If you, if you drive down your street on major intersections, you can look up and look look at the light poles. I don't know I don't know if it's in every city, but I know major metropolitan cities, big cities, if you look up and look and look look at the street lights, just take just look at a street light or light poles, basic street lights and start I just take a look with your eyes and look from the start scanning from the bottom of the base and go all the way up and across. You'll look, there are several cameras everywhere. There are like there, there's there's cameras, basically there's cameras everywhere. So you cannot run around doing shit. And the and if you walk out in the open, you're going to get caught. And we're in the age of facial recognition, recognition and all this other stuff. You think you're not gonna get caught? You you think you're not gonna get seen and the FBI get involved? All they gotta do is, is connect, is, is access their tech. They're gonna find you. You know, they can, you know, phone conversations, everything you can think of, you know, all the stuff you see in spy movies and, and all that, they can do that kind of stuff. You know, it's 21st century tech. There's all kind of satellites in the sky. It, it, it's, it ain't nothing I'm telling you that's secret. It's common knowledge if you look it up and Google it. You can look up how many satellites are surrounding the Earth, and you can it'll give you a picture of the Earth with all these different satellites. Some of them communication satellites. Some of the satellites for used for other operations and stuff. That's all I'm gonna say.
And uh, that's all I'm at the liberty to say. You need to look up that stuff for yourself. But the thing is, stop thinking you can run around doing all kind of crazy shit. So when your friends are running around somewhere and they decide to do something dumb, you, you need to tell them, hey, man, there are cameras everywhere. So at some point, you're going to get seen. If not by a cell phone camera, you're going to get seen by one of these the, these these tech cameras that you can't that you don't have access to that you probably don't have the technical skill to to deprogram or do, you know throw offline you ain't you know you you know they're probably not that their their technical expertise is probably not that sophisticated where they can do stuff like that I don't, I don't advise you do it but I'm just saying most the average person doesn't have that isn't connected to that type of technology where they can disable stuff to keep them from being seen or busted. You know, and inside every store uh, uh, where, you know, where there are goods and services sold, there is a camera on that covers every end of that building inside, uh, you know, the malls and all this stuff or the, on, on the, on the, over in the more affluent parts of town like the Beverly Hills and Rodeo Drives. There are cameras fucking everywhere. Like like a couple of weeks, no, about two or three weeks ago, right before, right before the end of 2020, people decide, young, group, groups of young people, they decided to go uh, stealing stuff out of, I can't think of which store it was out of. It was a high-end, it was a high-end luxury store. And they are running out. They are running to the cars. They are jumping in the cars. Guess what? The cars, and right there, somebody was filming it too. Plate, uh, license plate all on the car. I'm like, so if you were a person driving those cars and you didn't steal, guess what? You're you're accessory to the crime because you're driving around with people who was in your car. So I'm sure today that the police, once they get all their stuff together, they come and knocking your knocking at your door, and you're going to jail. And I, I, I just don't get stuff like that. It's like, we're still, I think that's, there's a saying, there's a saying called hiding in plain sight. And that's what all the tech, tech, the tech, all the technology is in front of us and in our faces, it's hiding in plain sight. So basically it's, it's a part of the environment. You don't notice it, but for those who are familiar with looking around and paying attention to stuff like that, you see it all the time. Like, oh, okay. I didn't know there was a camera there. When they put that there, they select, they have the, they have the, uh, the uh, cable and tech guys, they, they slide in. Next thing you know, they're jacking, they're jacking up a camera and you didn't even see it coming. Like every time around the stadium, near new SoFi Stadium, that's the new, the, the new Ram Stadium here in Inglewood, California. Every time I look around, these, these construction guys are always putting up stuff, you know, because basically once the stadium opens, they want people to enjoy themselves. But for the element to decide that they want to do crazy stuff, you're going to get caught. You're going to get seen and you're going to get go to jail. So my suggestion is you don't do it. But again, that's a, I, people don't pay attention or even factor those things in when they begin doing crazy shit in the street. Because next thing you know, how'd you get me? Here's you on camera right here, bro. Oh man, yeah. Now you going to jail? All that kind of crazy stuff. So that being said, these guys when they stormed the U.S. Capitol, I don't think they fathomed that at all. 
you know, even the guys who, the hardcore rednecks and the, what do you call these, you know, the, the people who, uh, the revolutionaries and the other names that they have that, that want America to be, have a certain, be a certain way and have a certain look, uh, that they didn't even factor that thing in. So when people showing up at their house, what did I do? What are you talking about? You're on film doing this is you, right? You know, all kinds of crazy stuff. So you know, with that being said, that's what he is being uh I'm sorry, just back to where I'm forgetting things right now. But I must be hungry. But that I digress. Uh that's what he's being impeached for. Those type of actions. You instituted a whole... You kind of can... You you technically, if you look at the way things happen, you can kind of... You can see, if you look at like the history of World War II and Hitler's reign and everything, he was always, prior to everything going down, he always was giving a fiery speech of what rhetoric, whatever shit he was preaching. I won't even, say, I won't even connect to the preaching, but whatever type of stuff he was saying got the people, the hardcore people that are for him fired up. So, and right after that, they went and did what they were did, you know, destroying, you know, the out, you know, you know, doing all that crazy stuff like killing Jews during that time and just destroying you know, all, all part, various parts of the world taking over and, and just all this stuff. And that's why, you know, all the, this, the, uh, I don't want to say, you know, but that is why all of the concerned countries needed, feel like we needed, he's somebody we need to put down and stop because we cannot allow him to take over the world. Have it be one way, one vision, and one precedent. So that's that's kind of what you know Trump was doing. You know, giving a fiery speech and then telling them to go do whatever they you know go down there to the U.S. Capitol and you know and let them know how you feel. Well, they let them know how I feel. They they let them know how they really felt and. There's consequences behind that, so now he's dealing with that. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, that everybody, stay tuned and just look at that. I, I, that's gonna be really interesting to see how this impeachment goes. You know, he got off on the last one, but this stuff is. We'll see how this one goes. Whether whether he, I doubt. Like I say, I doubt he gets in jail time, but because of the way things looked. Or because of his actions, which instituted a lot of other be- unnecessary behaviors and dangerous and deadly behaviors, he's probably uh, not gonna be not being run again ever. Not un- not under, definitely not president, and definitely not under vice presidency. No, no, he'll be he won't be at a whole no public office. If 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 the pe- if. If they do it right and do it smartly and professionally, he should be allowed to hold a public office anywhere in the U.S. ever. Just go back to doing business or doing what you do or just 
sit back and spend your life and enjoy your millions uh, that you have in the bank and just call it a day. You know, but uh, and so that that's how it goes, folks. Uh, definitely 2020 starting off with a bang, and so we'll just see how it goes after 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 uh, the inauguration of the next U.S. president. Hopefully, things will get better. Things will turn around. I just, uh, but some, but you know what? You know, some places are being locked down with this COVID stuff, but there are some cities that are on their own vibe. They don't care what the, the mayor of LA is talking about. They don't care what uh, the, the governor's talking about. They are going to do what they need to do to survive. And that's the, the city, is, the place is Orange County. Orange County has its own set, has its own mindset and its own set of ideology and behaviors. Because uh, I went to dinner down there. Um, what was that? Yeah, I went to dinner down there Saturday night. I went to a Morton Steakhouse, great place by the way. Good food, good food too. Uh, steakhouses are really expensive, though. So yes, I did spend uh, quite a bit of money. But if you go to a steakhouse, you better bring. You better be prepared to spend money because going to a steakhouse, no matter what meal you buy, it is not cheap. You will minimum walk out of there. If you even buy yourself, you'll minimum walk out of with an eighty dollar with an eighty dollar bill, and that's not including a tip. So yeah, other family members involved is going to be quite expensive. So, but I'm saying to say that that I guess what LA instituted to hey. Only, I, I think they took they took away they took away the eating outside, and you can only get cur- curbside pickup. Orange County, Orange County's not well. Orange County's doing curbside pickup. They're also allowing you to dine, but dine, dine at the facility. They had a really nice tent set up, like you know, a big tent with people at weddings or a different event. They had it set up. It looked real nice. Uh, and they, they, it was all outdoor seating, but it was covered and it was really nice. So they, they not having it. They're going to keep, you know, there's a lot of, you know, I guess what the medium income is out there. Maybe about what? 60 grand, something like that. So Orange County going to make sure they survive. I know Disneyland and places like that aren't open, but I know restaurants like that. They were, they were full capacity that night. I was trying to get reservations at uh, Maestros in Newport Beach, they were packed. There was there was no uh, the time frame I wanted. There was no availability, and I went to um, I went to Morton because they had availability there, so that was cool. But yeah, they're 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 in their own vibe, man. <laughs> they they not doing what Cal what, what the rest of LA is talking about. We gonna do what we need to do, do what we want to do. You you don't have to like it, but. We're still going to do it. So kind of, I guess kind of the uh, the leadership down there is kind of defiant. And they're not really, they were okay with what the mayor was talking about. But the mayor started increasing in student more, more um, COVID protocols. And they're not having it. So they went ahead and just decided to do what they needed to do. Which is cool because it worked out. It, I'd say it was, it was beneficial to us because it worked out that we were able to get to dinner that night in celebrations of my girl's birthday. So that 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 was real cool. So shout out to Orange County, shout out to 
Wooden Steakhouse for making that happen. All right. Appreciate you guys. So right now we're going to take a small break and we will be back in a few, guys. Uh, this is your boy D with the View from LA podcast. And we'll be back in a few. What's up, people? This is your boy D with the View from LA podcast, and we are back. You know, we are social media. One thing we get out of it is content, whether good or bad, strange or indifferent, weird or just why did they even post that? And you know, a lot of stuff that we see is used can be used for knowledge and awareness, uh, something to help other people pitfall you know you show a situation to everyone and and in the idea of hoping they don't encounter these situations but if they do they will have an opportunity to react in the right way because they have prior knowledge of the situation that they that was that they had came across and so now they're facing that situation, so they, they 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 have better information on how to deal with such a situation. So in this post, a guy posts a list of uh, a list uh, a woman of household duties his his woman gave him. <clears throat> now we, if you. If you're married, or if you grow up in a house full of people, you sometimes, parents will dole out a list for everybody to do, list for everybody to do. Everybody gets one. You know, that way it keeps people on track and on pace to get uh, things accomplished around the house so the house stays in order. Doesn't look like a complete bag of uh, chaos. So, uh, usually, sometimes, I don't know. I don't know if girlfriends give these to their boyfriends. You know, I, that's I don't know. I don't. I don't. Well, when I when I was single, I didn't. I didn't live. I lived them by myself, so I have to worry about getting no list. Uh, so. I don't know what that would be like if somebody gave me a list of things and I, if I was a boyfriend and somebody gave me a list of things to do, I would kind of be thrown off by it. Like, why do you give me a list of stuff to do? But we know that that's, I think that's more common in marriages, I think. But in this situation, it's, what's not, what's not the, the, the list of house duties is not really weird, but attached to those house duties was sexual rewards. So I don't understand why a, why a woman would give a guy 
a list of sexual rewards for household duties that she wants him to do, right? So I'm like, if you're the man, do you give her a list of a list of uh, you give her a list of household duties, and then you give her the various favors that you expect? I, I I don't know. I don't know. So that's a little weird. I've never seen anything like this before. And I, I, I find it quite hilarious. But let's just, I'm going to find this post and let's just share some of the thing, items that she had mentioned. Now, this uh, is very nice writing, so I could pretty much assume that the woman had wrote it, not the dude. Okay, so washing dishes. He gets masturbation by hand, i.e. hand job. Uh, look after the kids. So I'm assuming they're married after saying this. Look after the kids. A whole day includes fellatio. For all those who don't know, that is oral sex. Um, feeding doing nappies <laughs> and putting them to bed so he gets all of that for, for for fulfilling his you know parental duties Hoover the house it says touch fanny so <laughs> he, he gets to he gets to touch her on the behind smack he didn't say smack or anything it just says touch so I guess you know he grabs her ass or whatever. Slap. I don't know if he slaps or grabs. Whatever he's into. Uh, he gets that if he if he vacuums. Hoover, which is associated with vacuum, is, uh, he gets he gets that if he vacuums the entire house. Now I don't know how big their house is. Doesn't say, but I assume it's it's pretty fair amount of square footage throughout the house. So if he goes and vacuums every room, they must have carpets. I don't like carpets, by the way. I used to like carpets, but I'm 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 more. I have a hardwood floor preference at this point in my life. So fold and put away washing. He gets kisses and cook cook and clean dinner. Anything you want. Oh, so he gets. He, you know how hard it is to deal with children if you've ever dealt with children trying to get get them fed. Because children, you know, most kids are really active. So if you are feeding them, getting them to take naps and putting them to sleep, that's a lot of work. So all he gets is he gets fellatio out of that, i.e. blowjob. Or, but if he... If he cooks dinner and cleans the kitchen, he gets anything he wants. So everything's on the table. Nothing's off the table and everything's on the table if he decides to cook and clean. And two or more jobs in one day, he gets sex. Okay, so if he does two or more jobs in one day, he gets sex. But you just told him if he cooks and cleans dinner... Uh, that essentially is two things. So he gets anything he wants. So which, 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 which is it? And 
Does he? My question is, does he work? Uh, and does she work? Because she sounds like she's the one working and he's not. So he's like the stay-at-home dad or whatever. But I'm like, this situation to me is kind of nuts, guys. Because of what, what, are there people out there who give this their significant others? I would tend to connect it with a marriage, but maybe it's a girlfriend-boyfriend relationship. And they have a, you know, they have a family unit. If they're probably the boyfriend girlfriend, maybe it's a long term relationship. If there's kids involved, and maybe you know, three or four years, they probably have kids together. So maybe you know, it's a situation like that. But regardless of the situation, who gives their significant other a note of duties and has sexual favors attached to those? Things. So basically, if he doesn't do those things, he he doesn't get anything. I'm kind of confused. It's like, who runs around? Like I said before, are there people who actually put out lists like this? And what alpha male? Hopefully, he's isn't less of a man. What type of real man, I'm going to say like, what type of real man would allow somebody to give him a fucking list like that? That just does not make sense. Why would you give me a list on things I need to do around the house? Yes, of course, uh, any good man is going to play his part, you know, help clean up or whatever. Because I, I I believe in helping my significant others. So, yeah, I don't mind clean cooking and cleaning. I guess I get that from military days that, you know, uh, keep stuff in order. Cleaning, is to me, is keeping stuff in order. So... I don't have a reason why I wouldn't do that, but I damn sure wouldn't need a list if she'd have gave me that list. If somebody would have gave me that, I, you know, I'd probably tend to write, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why would you give me a list like that? That's insane. Who does that kind of stuff? You know, what kind of man allows a woman to give him a list like that? And and are you with the type of woman who would do that? Because, you know, I I don't think my significant other would do that. She's too smart for that. She's just... You know, if it doesn't get done, you know, she probably would say something like, hey, you can take out the trash or whatever. But, you know, if the expectation, if you see somebody consistently doing these things on a, on a consistent basis, you should, there'll be no reason for you to give them a list. So maybe he doesn't do them at all. Maybe he's lazy. I don't know what the case is. Why can't you go in and ask him? But I, you, you, you have to, uh, so you have to get to a point where you are going to negotiate with him certain sexual favors and in turn uh he takes care of he takes care of the uh certain duties around the house from from taking care of the kids to watching them to uh uh cooking and cleaning so i mean if if my if my if my wife cooks I don't have a problem cleaning up behind it because I'm like, that was really, I I really appreciate it. So uh, to show my appreciation, I'm probably going to wash the dishes because that's just me. But I don't know. I don't know why we live in a crazy society, man. It just gets crazier, crazier every day. But I, I get, I get, you know what? I'm thinking maybe he showed the list to show how stupid that was. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to roll the dice and err on the side of him saying why would you give me a freaking list like this 
I don't need a list. And so in order to get pleasure from you, I got to, I got to fulfill uh, duties in a, uh, I got to fear, I got to fulfill uh, household duties and, and, and uh, parental duties. And then I, I get some action. I, I, he, he must have, I'm, I'm hoping he must have saw that as being incredibly stupid. And what, 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 what would inspire you to do that unless she just, she must have got the idea from one of her girlfriends. Sometimes women get crazy ideas from their girlfriends to go do shit and it doesn't work in their own relationships. Women, stop listening to your friends in their relationships and just focus on yours. And common sense has to set in and say, you know what? My dude's probably going to be really ticked off and irritated. I would give him a list like this, so I'm not going to do it. You, you you can just hope that he does it. If he doesn't do it, then, you know, be an adult. Go to him and just say, hey, this is, I don't see you helping around the house. What's up with that? You tired? You're not feeling well? What's going on? Because it's consistent. And then you address it that way. But uh, maybe you feel it's going to be an argument, but it's going to be more of an argument. If you hand him a piece of paper saying, uh those type of things or if he's a weak man he's gonna be okay with a list like that i'm not and i hope any man has got any common sense has got any any strength about him as a man would not would look at that and just throw it in the trash or turn it or turn into a paper plane and fly it across the room set it on fire and fly it across the room where she's sitting and saying why would you send that to me that's that's get, get out of here with that so, guys, if you got if you're out there and you got girls that do this kind of stuff, you gotta just tell them, hey, you got you got an issue with me? Come talk to me. Don't write me stupid notes like that. You know, because if she has to communicate like that, then she really can't communicate with you. So, I'm just saying how crazy that is. That the fact that you have to negotiate sex with household duties that's insane to me. <laughs> that's insane. I can't even I. It's just so crazy that I, I can't even fathom people doing stuff like that. But that's where we are. If she sees him as kind of weak, then she'll probably approach him like that. Because any good woman, any smart woman, any intelligent woman is just, you know, it's not gonna it's not gonna hand you a list like that. She's gonna probably come talk to you like, hey babe, what's up? You know. And she, you know, you gonna help out or what's going on? You know, so don't do that kind of stuff. That's just silly. It's absolute silliness. Crazy. I've never seen nothing like that. I've seen a lot of stuff in my years. I've never seen nothing like that. So. But. This Lord. But. You know. In. In. The era of posting everything you can. On IG. This actually would probably be something that can help people out. Okay. So if they run into the situation. They know. Not to put up with that kind of stuff. Okay. So, as we move on to our final segment, here's my point with this next one. And I think it, it probably addresses the last post. The first, the, just the post I just went over. Uh, why does everything have to be posted? What is the angle of the post? Is everything uh, of this post is... Uh, 
what's the end game of, of the post? When, you know, when people post stuff, you often, I often ask myself, what's, what's the point? What's the end game? What audience are you trying to reach? Are you, you know, in social media, we know there's a lot of, that's a lot of, there's a lot of shock and awe value with everything. So, you know, people do it for likes, follows, you know, some people just choose to share information about a lot of things. Or some people just, you know, they want to get their followers up. So people tune in every week to see what kind of retarded shit they're going to do. So, but this one is, you know, there's some things that don't need to be posted. They should be left private. And then this one, the dude, okay, in this post, she's lying. There's a woman. There's a couple. They're married. Uh, the chick is a fitness chick. I'm not going to give you her IG. You'll probably see it somewhere on IG. But she's lying on her stomach. And she's got the camera in selfie mode. Okay, so he's standing behind her, right? And he has a bib on like he's, like he's an infant. He has a big old wooden knife and fork in his hand. Yeah, these utensils, they're huge. They look like something you would see if somebody cooking a big old giant pot. So anyway, she's, the angle she has, she's she, like I said, she's laying down, but she's got her, you know, her behind hiked up in a way that it looks bigger than what it really is. Because if you go through her page, she she's a little thing, but she's, she, she's in shape. But, you know, that just the right camera angle gives like, like she got a serious, like she has a, a really uh, voluptuous back, voluptuous backside. I'll keep that one clean a little bit. So, <clears throat> I'm not disrespecting this, not disrespecting this girl at all. But I'm just like making an observation. This is just my personal observation. So, she's looking at the camera in selfie mode, and he's back there like he, like he's about to eat, right? And she goes, no, no. And he goes and he starts to go in a state like, you know, when you tell a child he can't have somebody start to whine, he goes in a state of whining. Like, eh, eh. and I'm like, what the fuck? That's what I'm thinking to myself, right? And I'm like, first of all, why, you know me, why y'all doing that? And like, what's the point of that? But at the same time, if that's something that's very, if that's one of your, your, uh, uh, you're very, let's say your freaky moments, one of your moments of your, your sexual, you know, your sexual, if that's part of your sexual behavior, things you guys like to do, why would you put that type of situation on blast? Cause you basically just gave everybody the blue the blueprint to pleasuring her, right? Don't understand why you would do that. It's like, okay, you're in a relationship now, but guess what? Maybe somebody that knows you knows that that or got <clears throat> maybe a dude that y'all know <clears throat> that's cool with y'all but thinks your girl's attractive. He sees that he goes, she like that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. And maybe you guys get together. No, maybe uh, you you guys. What if you guys have a uh, a situation in your 
relationship that causes you guys to break up and people find out about it guess what he some dudes are probably gonna try to holler at her because she's nice and girl she's cute nice and girl uh she looks kind of asian or maybe latina something like that but she's super super fair skin i know she's not maybe maybe she's a caucasian chick but she's not black no well he's black he's black and fair skin and uh but she's not and so they have a couple of kids together, and I believe they're married. Yeah, I believe they're married. Been married for a minute. But my my point is, with this is, why would you post that? Why would you post intimate things about your relationship, uh, giving everybody free game? You know, giving by the blueprint to how to pleasure your girl. Why would you do that? So if you don't work out, you just get given. You just give me somebody extra keys to drive to drive the Ferrari so to speak so um, my point with that is you gotta be careful what you post you can't post all your although IG is full of content and various types of behaviors that people just love posting for various reasons uh, again some of it is for knowledge some of it is for wisdom and some of it is just to be posted just to be posted just to gain followership but you gotta be careful because some of the followers are people that you are, that you know, that you, that may know, that may, there may be nearby, especially if she's a, if she's a fitness coach, she probably helps a lot of people in, where she lives. And they're like, oh, I'm gonna follow you. And they see that. And maybe there's some dudes that follow her too and be like, you know what? Let her, let her go ahead. Let him go ahead and slip up. I'm gonna catch her slipping. Cause I see she likes that kind of stuff, you know, and you with somebody you interested in and you're attracted to them sometimes all bets all you all bets are off in regards to sexuality sometimes you you'll go the extra mile just especially if it's the first time you're dealing with them you'll go the extra mile to make sure they remember your y'all moment together oh shoot he did this i you know and women talk so he'll, she'll go back to one of her friends somebody she holds uh she's she has the strictest strictest confidence in they have a close girlfriend or whatever tell her about her to know stuff about her that her dude don't know and tell her yeah i got with this dude and what happened he did this you know but he didn't he didn't have that prior knowledge but you gave it to him because you put it out there on instagram so you might have seen it it might have been a skit that's cool if y'all friends, but if y'all together and you're posting stuff like that, I don't know. Common sense tells me not to do that and chill. Don't, 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 can't put your business all out in the street. And that's, that's probably my lesson with this situation. Don't put your, all of your personal intimate business out in the street because people, the people are watching. The world is connected. The world is connected to your page. People are watching random people you don't know. And there's people that you do know, and you probably know a lot of people that are full of integrity and all that got good and all that kind of good stuff. But you do know people that are on the shady side that that if you if you get caught slipping, they're they're gonna jump right in. So you have to be careful of that kind of stuff. So that's why when I saw that post, I was like, she's serious about posting this. And uh, you you can you can essentially turn it off or delete it 
somebody's probably copied the post and have it post somewhere else and say, oh, look, this is funny. And you'd be like, I know that chick. Oh, they really into doing that? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. You know, so you got to be careful. You got to be careful about that kind of stuff, people. But other than that, guys, this is a View from LA podcast. And we are fully into season one. No, no, no. Take that back. Take that back. Take that back. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We're into season two, uh, episode one. So thank you for listening. Can't wait to talk to you guys next time. And we'll be back more with the View from LA podcast. You guys take care. Have a good evening. And we will see you soon on the View from LA podcast. It's your boy D. I'm signing out. God bless. Peace and love.